0: Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and the Cathette region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klohoman Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. Joining me and taking the reins is astrologer Jill Kirby from Victoria. Welcome, Jill. Hello. Hello. There you are. And your topic is singers.
1: Hmm. We're songwriters.
0: Ah, so not just the voice, but the lyrics to go with them. Yes. Yeah. And so what's going to be our approach with this?
1: Well, I just thought we'd go through. I mean, it's just interesting to look at the charts and see kind of, you know, what we know about the music. I don't know their their histories particularly, but we might know bits and pieces. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we... You know, they have everybody. Every songwriter or singer has different styles, and
0: yep.
1: you know, yep. at kind of where that sits in the chart. And, mm-hmm. also, and also, they're very successful. I I got them all from the list of the twenty top singers, singer,
0: songwriters. Wow! Yeah. You
1: know, so they've all been hugely successful, which you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Is- mm-hmm.
1: So, just looking at kind of where all those things might show up in the chart and
0: generally yeah. charts is interesting i think <laughs> yeah, i think so too okay okay so who are we and you're in charge of putting up your charts my dear so who are we going to look at first
1: uh well i thought we'd st- start with uh i thought we'd go in chronological
0: order and- all righty so the oldie first yeah that would be Leonard Cohen, I bet. Yes, it would. It would oh be. no, Paul Simon's. Oh no, Leonard Cohen is actually older. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Leonard Cohen's not not among us anymore. So.
0: No, that is true. That is true. Twenty
1: sixteen.
0: Oh, look at that! Venus yeah. Neptune, like within, like minutes. Two
1: minutes. Yes, there's an exact Venus Neptune conjunction there.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're like almost a full moon yeah. person as well.
1: Kind of, um, you know, I'd say a tendency to be a bit romantic.
0: Oh, and spiritual, right? I mean, he spent five years in a monastery as well. so That's
1: probably because the moon's in its sixth house, that would be part of his healing process, right?
0: Right, or just what attracts him on a daily basis, like the meditation practice.
1: Well, sure, because Venus rules his house of beliefs. Yeah. And yet, Neptune. So it's, it's a spiritual thing, not necessarily a religious.
0: Yes. Religion. Yeah. Even though, you know, obviously he has huge Jewish roots. So, yeah. 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 You
1: don't come up with a name like that without that, I
0: think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, they were from Middle Eastern countries, his background. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm living in Montreal, too, I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: presence there as well, from what I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, an interesting chart, I mean, just with that Venus Neptune, I mean, I find it interesting that he was successful as a singer, just because for me, his voice is like, you know, so so low and gravelly and, you know, kind of, it's not really a melodic kind of singing kind of voice.
0: Yeah, no, really. I think it was more about his words.
1: Oh, absolutely. He was, he,
0: yeah.
1: was a, he was a poet.
0: Yeah. yeah. A, wordsmith. And with the Virgo rising, wordsmith, it would have to be yeah. done correctly. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you've got uh, Venus and Mercury in mutual reception. Yeah. Venus and Mercury's in Virgo and Mercury and Venus' is sign Libra in his first house. Yeah. So, grazing would be something he would do.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Probably. You Know it's got a, a sesquic quadrant, a square and a half to the moon, so I think that's probably kind of working out some of his emotional stuff uh-huh. personal emotional stuff through his work and his writing. Uh-huh. It might be where he started, just you know, writing down how he was feeling or whatever. But he, you know, it's also Mercury is trying Saturn in the fifth, so there's uh-huh. a discipline there for
0: you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Definitely.
1: and the prolificness would come, you know, Mercury's very close to, to uh sorry, I should turn my ringer off. Um, Mercury's close to Jupiter there. So
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you know, um
0: and uh, so in in a Hellenistic chart, it would put that um Cancer would actually be the 11th house of audience. And so that moon in Pisces, um, being able to write things that just have such a broad appeal. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and when you're coming from your own emotional experience, most of us can identify. I mean, we might not have the same experience. We do have the same kind of emotions. So, Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah, you know, you're always going to. Yeah. It's something that's <laughs> okay, ignore <laughs> that. Okay, it never rings, of course, but Mercury, of
0: course. Is-, Mercury is retrograde, <laughs> yes, my dear.
1: <laughs> so, oh, my so, dear, on the tempts, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mercury in the first house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I kind of think, well, okay, uh. Probably writing would be part of his career. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Writing
1: or teaching, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, and it rules the ascendant. And so in the Hellenistic model, wherever the ruler of the ascendant is, um, and in a Hellenistic chart that Mercury, Jupiter would be together in the second house, that is how you're going to make your money. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And lose it because he also did that as well. Well,
1: Jupiter can yeah. win, win big and you can lose big. I mean, you don't put yeah. do either way,
0: but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah, he was a bit naive when it came to, um, uh, you know, so Mars conjunct the south node, which naive, is
1: naive is, is, is also the Pisces
0: thing. I mean, there's yeah, a, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it works for the creative aspect, but it's not great for handling the mundane things of life.
0: No, it isn't. It isn't. And yeah, his uh, former manager took him for everything. And so he had to kind of revive, come out of retirement and yep. to, to do his thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, with the Neptunian energy, there's often a gull-
0: gullibility. Yes. Well, and Mercury conjunct Jupiter too. There's yep. that. Yeah, restatement of being gullible. Trusting. Yeah, trusting. Yeah. Well, in Venus, Neptune, I mean, yeah, he would paint us all with a very pretty pink brush. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Jupiter is
1: squaring Pluto almost exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's, you know, I mean, that could be part of yeah. the huge losses, huge wins kind of thing. Too.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly
1: goes to excess as with Jupiter.
0: I mean it's. Yeah. And his Mercury, if I am not mistaken, yes, his Mercury is conjunct the star Speca, speaker S-P-I-C-A, S-P-I-C-A oh. which is considered brilliance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean
1: he he was, you know, he was he was genuinely a poet, words
0: mm-hmm.
1: a guy. And daddy, he was successful as a singer as well. It always kind of amused me, but there's quite a few uh-huh. songwriters who make it as singers just because their songwriting is good, I guess, because the voice is hard. Probably yeah. someone else's tunes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so interesting. you know. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah,
1: that, that Mars conjunct South Node is interesting and Leo too.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Push. Push to be
1: popular, I suppose. But
0: um, yeah, but it's it's the south node, so that usually contracts things. Oh,
1: yeah, exactly. So it,
0: yeah, it could be that you know, in his own um, performance style, um, he did surround himself with with lots of people, and I think he was probably more comfortable with that than just the solo thing. And
1: probably that South Node in, in the 11th with Mars, their friendships might have been a bit challenging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because, yeah, you know, that the Leo energy kind of has often has a bit of an ego thing. Mm
0: hmm. Mm
1: hmm. can, you know, get in the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, you know, in, in my system, of course, I would look at that as being in the 12th. And so, yeah. self undoing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it could have been for that reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and trusting the wrong people as well. You mm-hmm. know, the gullibility of the Neptunian, Piscean energies. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful energy, but it's it's tough to be in this real. World
0: yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of, you know, material things, and you know, mm-hmm. that kind of. stuff saturnian reality yes although you did have the trines to saturn it
0: might
1: have helped out a little bit Mm -hmm. saturn isn't afflicted
0: no it's well placed
1: it's retrograde but yeah
0: yeah yeah it's well placed and you know i mean venus although she's in her fall um in virgo um yeah, yeah the mutual reception to mercury i'm sure helps i think
1: that helps and also I mean people often say that neptune is the higher vibration of, of venus right
0: yeah yes yeah in modern times definitely definitely yeah i mean
1: there's a realism there for sure yeah with yeah. and with the moon in pisces yeah yeah and you've got the t-square of that to chiron so that's part of his wounding right, mm-hmm. right. believing in the wrong people perhaps
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Thinking yeah. things are fair when, oops, they aren't. Yeah. <laughs> it was his daughter that discovered that the manager was ripping him off. He didn't discover it. Yeah. It was his daughter. Yeah.
1: That's, that's his fifth house named Saturn or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because Saturn is, is positively aspecting Mercury, Jupiter, maybe. Yeah. Sort of a protective energy there. But.
0: Yeah. From the kids, definitely. Yeah,
1: because yeah. they may have been parenting daddy because he's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the maturity level here.
0: <laughs> well, or or I don't know so much about maturity as how much are we in the world. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But dealing with reality. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly,
1: exactly. Sort of what a parental role is in the Saturnian sense of. Yeah. Positive fathering, you know,
0: stuff.
1: Um, yeah. And when Saturn's retrograde, um, it often does indicate sort of the lack of that fathering on you from your own father.
0: Yes. And you know, it's, it's amazing just how many people, um, it would be interesting to do a study of that. Um, because it, it does, it does manifest also as literally fathers not being present.
1: Absolutely. Um, Well, Phil, I think, looked into it quite a bit, and he Mm -hmm. talked a lot. Yeah, he said it's either an authoritarian, absent, or sort of, yeah, immature, whatever, useless kind of (laughs)
0: positive, you know, not giving you what you need. And yet what's interesting about saying that is there really isn't an equivalent on the mother side, because the moon, of course, can't go retrograde. No, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just realized that that's kind of a odd thing. Yeah. yeah. That'll
1: show up in other ways.
0: Obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With others, you know I
0: mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Might have, in Pisces, she might have been, uh, she might have had issues with substance abuse or something. You never know.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: possibility to i don't know his history
0: so i think it would have been more to do with the overwhelming nature of the trauma that yeah, yeah. his familial scenario went through being yeah. jewish at that time yeah,
1: yeah. so there's a victim kind of thing that can go with pisces and yeah
0: whole, yeah.
1: yeah just um yeah mm-hmm. so, you know, but, uh, his experience of her might have been that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may have picked up on the damage
1: yeah, that well,
0: they he, that would be carrying.
1: Yeah, there'd be a huge sensitivity with Moon and Pisces. On yeah. his boat. So he he that's one of the downsides with Moon and Pisces. Yes, is, definitely. I mean, it's wonderful to be sensitive, but when you don't have the boundaries, which yeah. Pisces isn't, it's like you don't know where your feelings end and others begin.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is difficult. Okay, who's next? Who's next? Well, let's go
1: see.
0: (laughs) So you might have to go out and then come back in again. I'm not sure.
1: We'll try that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that might be the easiest way to do it.
1: For me, yes, for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not a problem. Not a problem. So,
1: (laughs) Gordon's next.
0: Gordon, yay! Um, This guy's. You know, not, well, it was a while ago that I sat and listened to a whole bunch of his stuff, and his understanding of human relationships was really quite profound in listening to the music that he wrote.
1: Well, I, you know, yeah. I think he, he I, from what I gather, he had problems with alcohol, as so many musicians do, mm-hmm. or drugs or whatever, but I think his was alcohol. Mm-hmm.
0: But,
1: um yeah i mean he has moon and libra so he'd be kind of trying to work out relationships all the time
0: oh, yes he would
1: <laughs> and i mean all that scorpio uh, he's got
0: yeah
1: you know, scorpio rising with the north node there perched behind it and then sun and scorpio conjunct venus and scorpio there's some more intense emotional relationship right. stuff going on there
0: and then that whole questioning thing when it comes to Venus retrograde. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: And, and that sun, sun Venus is squaring Jupiter and has a the to Saturn in the fifth.
0: So, so maybe for the folks listening, um, describe a little bit about what modern astrology says about the, that's 135 degree aspect.
1: 150 it's it's the oh
0: 100 and f- okay sorry got it yeah. Wait, no
1: you're right 135. 135
0: yeah i thought so
1: it's the it's the it's the square which is 90 plus the ha- half square which is 45 so it's right. still part yeah. of a series of hard aspects
0: okay it's
1: not quite as direct as a square itself or an object, right. but it's part of that family yes of, of aspects so it's got a it's got challenge to it
0: okay okay thanks
1: yeah yeah here and here you're you know linking up scorpio which is a water fixed water and aries which is cardinal air so nothing in common with those two signs yeah and you know and here with saturn in the fifth retrograde in aries i think you know romances might have been a bit
0: challenging anyway. (laughs) Well, what what's interesting is creating that aspect in the two signs that Mars rules
1: yes.
0: um, that's very interesting and then of course you've got um, There's an opposition Saturn yeah to that Saturn that's yes. quite interesting and that kind of explains to me why in listening to the lyrics of some of his songs the kind of understanding he had about relationships well you that challenge from- would, would force it, yeah.
1: Yeah, you learn from experience, you know. Yeah,
0: it's, exactly.
1: Flows smoothly for us all the time. We don't learn a whole lot.
0: <laughs> no, we tend to be lazy. It is but, true.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's you know, it's gonna force you to grow up a little bit and do something, you know. Because you yeah. just do it till you till you get it. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mars is also in conjunct, so that's the hundred and fifty degrees to Uranus in in Taurus, right? Yeah. Um, which is also, it's again, he's got a yod there actually, which is the two in conjuncts, two of those 150 degree aspects.
0: Yeah.
1: Both to Uranus, one from Mars in Libra, the other from Mercury and Sag in his first
0: house. But what's going to be the release point?
1: Yeah, and the release point is the nodal axis, the south node, actually, in this case.
0: He's still alive, isn't he?
1: He is. That's yes,
0: right. he's, yeah, he's coming up to a fairly significant eclipse on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he's 84 right at the moment. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah well, I, I haven't heard anything about him lately. No,
0: no, I haven't either.
1: I don't imagine he's in fabulous shape. There you go. Um, we don't know. And also, you know, he's, I mean, I think some of his aspects are—he's got very challenging aspects in many ways, uh-huh. um, not just the squares, but just these uh, sesquiquadrate, like that square and a half. He's got another pair of those that bounce off his Chiron. So Chiron is is uh, in a sesquiquadrate to Jupiter in his third in Aquarius, and also to that son in first house.
0: So why was he so successful?
1: Well, good question. (laughs) Good Um, question, yeah. 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 Um, Don't know. I mean,
0: I'm just looking to see if there's any star aspects, which can, like some folks just are wired four ways to Sunday. Is midheaven, depending on how accurate this time is, and it might not be all that accurate seeing as it's rounded off it's to 7 a.m. It's
1: double, double A rated by. Um, oh,
0: okay. By Lois, so, good old Lois these, Rodden.
1: All of these are, you know, come, are in the. in the Yeah. Bank yeah, and they are rated
0: as A or double A. Because that uh, mid heaven is very close to Regulus, but yeah, not really close enough. Uh, the ruler
1: yeah. is the, you, the ruler is Mercury in Sagittarius. In yeah, first. which
0: is Mercury in its fall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is, but,
0: well, maybe maybe Mercury has. Let's see, at fourteen, it's near the. It's part of the constellation of Hercules. No, I don't think that would do it. What about Venus? Venus, Venus in Scorpio at 28. Uh, the teacher. Mm-hmm. The, the fixed star, Ptolyman mm-hmm. in the centaur. Yeah.
1: Well, he's got that Mars-Saturn opposition. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of hard work, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Like, you know, I don't think it. You know, I think he probably had to. Yeah,
0: kind of, yeah. His yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't sort of the metal. Me- thank you. That worked. <laughs> Rise into fame. No, it was hard work. paid off. Yeah. 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 Well, I think you're right there.
1: And I think you know we're confused. Yeah. With his demons as well. I mean, like I say, he's got that interesting aspect pattern to chiron in his eighth house
0: mm-hmm. also you know the moon neptune although i mean in your system they're definitely in the same house mine yeah but they cross the sign boundary maybe not yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. What
1: sign in terms of conjunctions
0: yeah this yeah. one's a bit of a mystery but that's okay
1: to look at that from that perspective yeah yeah well, I guess uh, to
0: he'd have Leo in mid heaven. Yes, he would have Leo on the mid heaven, uh, which would elevate that. Uh, you know, so speaking um, in an intense way. Um, you know, I mean, he did write songs about you know, like the Edmund Fitzgerald going down and oh, yeah. sort of anth anth like anthem type music. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. No, he yeah. Wrote, wrote. He didn't write fluff.
0: No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah.
1: Right? I mean, that's Mercury trying yeah. to right? It's going to be serious stuff if he's yeah. going
0: to. Yeah.
1: yeah. And and Mars rules that Saturn. Yeah. Like,
0: and the mutual reception between Venus and Mars, he did have a voice.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he had a good voice.
0: Yeah. He had a good voice.
1: And, yeah. you know, he he wrote some nice melodies as well as great lyrics. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So yeah, you know but it is yeah it's an interesting i mean a lot of there's a lot to look at because he has so many aspects going on and mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. not easy patterns so you know he had a lot to overcome which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah and mm-hmm.
1: early in the pluto in leo generation
0: yes very early <laughs> matter of fact just dipping its toe in going i don't know if i want to change out of cancer yeah. Uh, okay. So we are at 30, we have 25 minutes left. So let's go to the other Canadian. Because I don't think we're going to get through all six. <laughs> we'll save them for another one though, for sure. Okay. Yeah, because this is good. I'm I'm enjoying this. So yeah, yeah, pop out and pop in again. Yeah. I don't think I've ever looked at Joni Mitchell's chart.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because she has, I I mean, I do have a connection to Joni Mitchell. Um, She was born in Fort McLeod, but she was raised in Maidstone, Saskatchewan. And a very good friend of mine went to school with her.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: She
1: lived on Salt Spring, I think, for a while, too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, She also, uh, at a very young age, had uh, polio. Hmm. Yeah. Was it polio? What is the one where they put you in the iron lung?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Polio. Yeah. But look, there's that voice. Okay. Mercury or Venus in Virgo crossing a sign boundary to Neptune. Where is Mercury? Mercury in Scorpio. Because she had an unusually broad range. Like she, yeah, she had a incredible octave range thing. Yeah.
1: Venus is opposite her Pisces moon, which moon moon and Pisces on Pisces mid
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So, but not easy aspects to it. So no,
0: no, no, not, not a, a...
1: Her emotional torment as well in her music.
0: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, and the other thing that is notable about her as well, which could be this Venus moon opposition is um, and also the Mars-Saturn conjunction, uh, which sort of, yeah, it squares that. Um, she did not do, she did her own tuning. Yeah. So, yeah, so her guitar was not set to anything standard. And if you wanted to play with her, you had to get with her program.
1: Because
0: yeah. Yeah. hers was not normal. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 And she has very few, like, easy aspects in the chart you know that she, is
0: true that is true
1: she has, she has sextiles involving uranus and gemini to pluto and, and the north node yeah uh, and she has a sextile between her son venus and Chira.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and so that pisces in um in a hellenistic her midheaven would actually be in the eighth in a Hellenistic chart. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's arising, which is interesting. I, I think one story I did hear was that she had a child that she gave up for adoption.
0: Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. They were to reunite. A bazillion years later, she yeah. did reunite with her, yeah. but yeah, she did give up.
1: So it, it, I just think that's interesting with the Cancer Ascendant and the, moon. Mm-hmm. This is it, the Midheaven. I mean, I guess she had to choose between music and being a mother. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was very young too.
1: Very young and probably just getting her toes wet in the... In the-
0: she was in Toronto when she found out that she was pregnant. Yeah. And she went away for a while and yeah.
1: Yeah, well yeah. that did a lot back then. Yeah. 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 yeah so, exactly. You no, know, I think, you know, I think, you know, as with so many of these, you know, people who write music and stuff, songs. Um, I think that Sun Mercury sextiling Chiron is, you know, it's about trying to heal her old her own wounds, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And people can relate to that because we all have wounds.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, so that Saturn is also exalted in the 12th house, which is interesting. Right. That's its joy again, to so be in the 12th.
1: Retrograde and so is Mars. Which
0: yeah. Is- so, yeah, that just so speaks to the whole tuning, make composing music that is you you literally have to learn it because it doesn't follow any sort of standard. And I think that's why she also probably was encouraged to go into jazz, because she did go through a jazz right. scenario for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, that's kind of one of the things that really appeals to me about hers, is it's not sort of ordinary.
0: No, it didn't take, take one route.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. she when
0: expanded.
1: There's a lot of songwriters I mean the melodies are kind of always a bit similar or there's you know they have a style that yeah
0: yeah
1: you know yeah. how that song's gonna go a bit yeah it are always interesting because she'd go along and then she'd hit a you know yeah. note and down again and
0: yeah I, I,
1: uh, I like that it's more interesting to listen to in my ears
0: Yes. Well, and then you must um, take note for the audience that you would have a very critical ear um, because you are also a singer. So your ability to hear or to discern, yeah, would be better than mine. That's for sure. you You
1: know, not a heavy Venus, you know, emphasis in my chart.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Um, Libra rising, folks, is what she's saying.
1: Well, Venus, yeah, Venus involved in a lot of aspects and and moon in Taurus, you know, so it rules my moon sign as well. So, yeah, sensitivity to certainly, uh,
0: yeah, 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 so yeah, cancer,
1: yeah, and uh, that Jupiter is. Interesting one with its sextile to that Mars
0: Saturn. So here's an interesting one. Her ascendant at 19 Cancer is conjunct the fixed star Castor, which is the storyteller. All
1: right. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing I like about her songs is they do tell stories.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: They kind of have a story that they're telling, not just kind of whatever, you know. Yeah. there's some of the stuff I hear, like i go into stores and they're playing something, you know, more current. and It's, yeah. like, it's just the same line repeating over. Oh, here. I know.
0: Well, the, the, we have been left in the dust in terms of current music, but we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be right. They have to do something that breaks away from us old farts. I mean, older people.
1: But it's like they come up with a catchy line, and that's the whole song. <laughs> like, you don't go any further. You don't. It's not creative. There's just you know. So she's got you know the creative thing going on with that. Yeah, song. yeah. But, we
0: like, got to be careful if we don't want to lose all of our young audience, if we oh, have no. one.
1: You know, and there are there are probably some good. I'm not up on current music,
0: so you know. Yes, I'm, I know. I'm
1: I know. just talking about the ones I hear happen to hear. <laughs> you know that they play, and it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: And, and that's exactly the reaction they want, right? Yeah. <laughs> Setting themselves apart. It's yeah. the nature of being young. But
1: yeah. interesting that she has she has Venus on the cusp of the fifth, but it's twenty nine forty two, Libra, so it's right at the very very end. So a lot of Scorpio uh, in there in the fifth house. So you know that. Yeah, she,
0: but she, see, in our system, all that Scorpio is definitely in the fifth right because the angles would be cancer libra yes. aries yeah but it it's um and what's nice about that is that scorpio stuff easily sees um you know like it's literally she's got a grand trine in water uh not by aspect but by sign she's got the ascendant she's got the scorpio sun and she's got the moon in pisces and yeah so she's covering all of the emotional bases
1: um Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and again, that's what I think. That's the appeal in music is
0: yeah,
1: it touches us emotionally. If it doesn't, it's just you know that's pretty, but you know so what. Well. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And and with Scorpio, Sun, Mercury, and Scorpio, that creative energy.
0: She's plumbing the depths. You know? Yes. Yeah.
1: You a little surface, and you kind of know a lot about her just from what she writes. You know?
0: Yes. Exactly.
1: Twenty-five. Uh, yeah. Okay, who's next? Okay, well we can go to the other, other uh, Canadian. That's yeah,
0: there. yeah. We can we can make this mostly about us <laughs> and our talent.
1: Sure. But, uh another one here that?
0: Yeah, oh yes.
1: Again, you know, I I and I you know I haven't listened to his music all that much. I don't find his voice very appealing.
0: To me. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. 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 So,
1: so, you know, and but, you know, he's obviously made it as a songwriter and singer. and, and mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So we've got, again, interesting how much Scorpio we're seeing in all these. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio rising with moon and Scorpio. Now this chart is not as accurate, perhaps time-wise.
0: Yes, exactly yeah although um i did do i have got one of my episodes way back when that i did on his chart and i timed it with when pluto went over um his ascendant and um you know it, it's definitely within the right range yeah, you know I mean, like it's not way out no,
1: I um think yeah like from memory so if yeah
0: yeah, it's close. It's, it's close.
1: close. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So we've got again an interesting combination because the moon is squaring that from
0: Aquarius. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that you know that's an interesting combination whenever you get Aquarius mm-hmm. because Aquarius is such a detached sign. It's all intellect and airy, and you put the moon in there, it's like. Mm, You
0: know, so here's here's one of the ways it totally came out. I watched a documentary about his life a little while ago because my husband likes to watch those music documentaries and he would um, he so honored that moon of his Um, and with it being um, like this would be considered a night chart with the sun below the the horizon. And so oftentimes with night charts, people are way more interested in um, experiencing their life their way rather than being concerned with whether the public agrees with that or other people in the profession agree with that. So he would up and leave groups without any warning. <laughs> You know, um, and just to go and do his own take on things, which would be that moon.
1: In Aquarius. In Aquarius, Aquarius. And yeah. Opposite, and opposite of stationary Pluto.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so he gobsmacked a few people
1: yeah. um,
0: by his abrupt leaving of this group or that group or whatever. And
1: well, you know, also in, in terms of like groups, he's the 11th house. You've got Neptune
0: in there. <laughs> yes. And yeah. You- so he, you
1: know, the freedom. Yeah, is, yeah. And Kyra,
0: yeah. so you know, her yeah. is, might be out of there. So in, in a Hellenistic chart, of course, that ends up being the twelfth house. And what is so bizarre about that um, is Jupiter does rule his um, Pisces fifth um, in in mm-hmm. my system, and the troubles that his children have had. It's just unbelievable, yeah. I think he's had three kids, and all three of them have major physical issues, all three of them, yeah, which is sad.
1: It is sad, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, that, um, what was I going to say? Oh, he's got a grand trine, which is interesting.
0: Yes, in air, yeah.
1: Um, Right? So, again, it's not, you know, the emotional stuff so much as ideas or independence, because
0: you
1: know yeah going to uranus all training the moon in aquarius so yeah
0: exactly reinforcing that i will go my own way
1: that's right
0: yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. totally
1: and and certainly the trying from moon to uranus would make him rather impulsive i think
0: yes yeah oh yeah that would totally amp that up (laughs) completely
1: the outlet for that grand trine is mercury and Sag. Yeah, and then
0: and then the other piece, of course, is the mutual reception to Saturn in Cancer. God, yeah, that moon takes a lot.
1: Well, yeah, and it's not only opposition Uranus; it's close trying to that stationary Pluto again.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, you're not going to tell this guy anything.
0: (laughs) Apparently not.
1: (laughs) Thinker, and you know, yeah, 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 and Uh, in that. Pluto is up there in the ninth
0: house with Mars. Well, and and what was he? There was something happened during the pandemic with his, because uh, a few singer songwriters sold their works to you know like I don't know if it was Netflix, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. YouTube or so I don't know. Um, and it seems to me he said no.
1: Oh, probably yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, well, and he's got again, he's got us as a quadrant between his Venus at zero, Scorpio, and his 12th, and Uranus again. So,
0: yeah,
1: Uranus has a lot of aspects here. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've got Mars and Leo squaring that. Like, oh,
0: that Venus, yeah,
1: close square to yeah. the Scorpio and a semi square to Uranus. So yeah, I'm going to be my own guy here.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely.
1: He's not going to take anything from anybody. That's a powerful yeah. nation there. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he is an odd-looking character. Like, he's totally <laughs> odd-looking for the kind of, um, you know, career that he's had.
1: Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he obviously, yeah. you know, doesn't really care too much what he looks like. And Nope
0: nope nope not totally not in his yeah bailiwick yeah, yeah.
1: but he does have leo in the mid heaven son in the first house in scorpio and
0: yeah
1: there's a and that trines is saturn so he puts he'll put the effort in
0: oh yeah oh yeah and in terms of taking care of his disabled children he has gone to huge lengths for them yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. 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 Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This moon shining that Neptune, right?
0: Yeah. 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 And Jupiter, you know, he's going to take care of his children.
1: And Chiron. You
0: know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And Pisces on the fifth. There's a, mm-hmm. that's where his emotional.
0: And it from. and it could be that when you have Neptune configured into a singer songwriter's chart, because we're seeing that pretty much in every one. Um, you know that that can give that sort of universal vibe because oh, yeah. it isn't so much the words, right? It's the energetic.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Yeah. There's a tuning into.
0: Yeah, the, exactly.
1: The energies, the zeitgeist, or whatever around you, because yeah, the very it goes way beyond Jupiter in terms of big picture. It's like yeah, yeah, the all and the everything.
0: Exactly. It? Exactly.
1: Yeah, and the moon rules that ninth house too, which is interesting. Third, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so he whatever his beliefs are, they're powerful. Moon's mm-hmm. opposite Pluto in ninth.
0: Yeah, well, this that Pluto opposite the Moon just gives me the kind of the chills when it comes to that one song that he's very famous for, and that is the one about his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, harvest gold i think it's called yeah yeah, yeah.
1: he's got a few of them old yeah
0: man. yeah old man yeah that's the one i'm thinking of
1: yeah and so yeah it's yeah. uh yeah. that's
0: definitely that moon opposite pluto coming out
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Saturn's not particularly strong in the tribe like again it's retrograde so yeah his relationship was, was was with his own dad but you know the fact that he has taken such good care for his children suggests that he may be making up for it. If it yeah,
0: yeah, that would make sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Next chart. Okay.
1: Well,
0: yeah, I was reading the clock wrong. We we have seventeen minutes left. I was reading it backwards.
1: <laughs> Is Mercury's retrograde. Yes, of course, of course. Well, this is one of my favorite guys.
0: Oh, like, Paul Simon. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you for putting this one up.
1: It gives the music of that that period.
0: Yeah.
1: years. Simon and Garfunkel were just like.
0: Oh, yeah. Kids.
1: They're beautiful. I mean, the, I mean he's, he's really a poet. Again, like. like yeah. Home.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Poetry, but to, to lovely music, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that voice of Art Garfunkel that was, like, angelic, and, you know, it's like, I like these guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite, all-time favorite. So, yeah, so I think, you know, and he was prolific. I mean,
0: Very. He was, well, he still is, uh, I think. Yeah.
1: I haven't followed him as much, you know. I, I, I sort of go back to the old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly because I like to sing along, and I know the songs. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, so he's got he's
0: got Sun and Libra, which can um, um, Venus ruled, right? Um, so his Mercury is conjunct two stars. Um, yep, got that right. A A C R U X, which is about the material world, and el um, which is a gift of thorns, and this is um you know this would be like the sound of silence um yeah. yeah that that type of music where or the boxer that was another one that he wrote i'm pretty oh, sure yeah
1: yeah no, yeah wrote, and
0: so the gift of thorns yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And,
1: um is that mercury on i gotta look at the midpoints here
0: ah yeah there this there I you was go.
1: wondering if that mercury is on the midpoint of let's see where's mercury
0: because
1: it looks like it's close to the midpoint of the sun venus
0: exactly if Um. you do trees if you go down to trees it'll show if it's close yeah trees second window yeah Yeah. so then go to mercury mercury where are
1: you mercury
0: right up at the top there no right
1: Right
0: here oh yeah yeah so venus yeah sun venus you're right yeah yeah also yeah. moon ascendant
1: yeah that's a, uh, i guess that's the square to it but yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so that I, yeah i thought it looked like it was so just like
0: mm-hmm.
1: So that would make bring in that Venusian you know the music
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and the singing the throat right yeah yeah so yeah it brings together the the harmony of the, the, balance yep. of the Libra, and you know just sort of a big I don't know Venus in in Sag. It's
0: yeah. Well, where is his Jupiter? His Jupiter is in Gemini. Ew. so that does tie it together.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, Jupiter trines the, the Sun as well. So yeah, yeah. So you're bringing, but you, you know, when you put Mercury on the midpoint, you it's like almost like a conjunction of Sun, Mercury, Venus. Because okay, ringing.
0: so his midheaven at two Gemini, and this is an accurate chart, is on Murtak. Oh. Uh, which is in the constellation of perseus and it's a love of action
1: right okay
0: yeah
1: well yeah he's got he's got a moon sun square yes and 17 and they're
0: in cardinal signs so yeah
1: So well, there's some action right there and mars is as part of a t-square with them
0: yeah so
1: that's yeah that's you know that kind of challenging aspect, especially involving something mm-hmm. Mars and Aries, um, is going to you know spur you to take action for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then having having again having Moon in the eleventh house because even in my system it would be in the eleventh house. Um, that is a personal connection to people, right, to your audience,
1: right?
0: Yeah, where they're they're going to appreciate your sensitivity.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So I think he was, he's captured a lot of people's, you know, emotional sense of things and yeah, put it into beautiful, to me, beautiful music.
0: Yes, as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. He has, and even on his own, like when it wasn't Simon and Garfunkel, but when he wrote on his own, some of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like happen. the the fifty ways to leave your lover. That would be Mercury and Scorpio.
1: Had a lot of relationships that you know, yeah. For some reason just didn't work out. I wonder if it had anything to do with his Sun opposite Mars squaring his Moon.
0: <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Very, very emotionally sensitive and easily upset. Yeah, that.
0: yeah.
1: You know, like one of the things i've often noticed with sort of cancerian types <laughs> is that they um they're very sensitive to what you say to them
0: uh-huh.
1: they'll often just like say stuff and it's like <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> just blow you away because they don't Seem to have the sensitivity
0: going both ways. Oh no, no, no! It's personal sensitivity. It is not. Uh, it is not Piscean in any way, shape, or form. Oh, and
1: Mars and Aries, there,
0: yeah, 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 easily offended. No, um, in in certain configurations, to me, a Cancer circuit when it is just fully in its Cancer mode is the most self-centered sign of any of them.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 And you know, he, it only has the trying to, to Mercury. Mm-hmm. So he's going to express how he feels.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Scorpio, right? So, yeah. yeah. It's not going to necessarily reflect. <laughs> Again, another. I go back to 50 ways to,
0: to leave your lover, right? <laughs> I will say how I feel.
1: <laughs> it's really going to reflect how an you know,
0: understanding
1: of how others feel. <laughs>
0: Oh, dear. That would make
1: really uh, friendships difficult. Yeah.
0: You know,
1: being in the 11th house there, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that, especially with Pluto also.
0: Well, and having Jupiter, you know, ruling the 7th house and it being in Gemini, getting the right words when there is no direct aspect between Mercury and Scorpio and Jupiter and Gemini, right? Like there's no natural line there um
1: and jupiter's retrograde
0: and jupiter's retrograde yeah
1: so yeah yes definitely i mean he, yeah. has, he has a lot of challenge like the others he has a lot of challenging aspects mm-hmm. you know, and um yes uh, but definitely mercury, mercury is strong because you it rules both midheaven and ascendant here yeah and it's in the third house which is mercury's domain really yeah um, just happens to be in Scorpio, which takes it a little deeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that I think the T square probably dominates
0: things no. because it is. I, sus- I suspect it does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Planets involved in it. So, any of the other guys?
0: hmm. Really?
1: Yeah, and yeah, he's got that. Tri- he's got Neptune in the first house. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so, no. node, so, yes, the music thing comes. Down.
0: Yeah, and again, there's that universality with a strong Neptune in there. And,
1: and it trines that Saturn, uh, Uranus.
0: Yeah, which is, you know, born at an auspicious moment in terms of world history.
1: And they're in Taurus, which is. Yeah. You know, the throat which is interesting
0: so he's coming up to his saturn return or his uranus return i mean yes. yeah
1: No, well, they all are i mean we're,
0: yeah they are that's true they're, they're,
1: <laughs> they're old they're old <laughs> oh old, even older than us um, yay but, um, no <laughs> uh, and i listened to a lot uh, you know when, well of
0: course we do of course we do they,
1: yeah they were the big names then and obviously they've They've had longevity in terms of the music. Yeah,
0: they're on that list of you know. But but they're they're not their blood isn't going to live on after the apocalypse like um, Keith Richards though. (laughs) He's the Walking (laughs) Dead. Yes, well we know that. (laughs) Okay, so we have time for one more. Yeah like i said i was reading the clock backwards before so who haven't we done oh bobby we haven't done bobby yeah here
1: he is bobby dylan
0: bobby dylan yeah
1: again a very prolific songwriter
0: oh yeah huge
1: and you know obviously very well known particularly in the 60s with all the yeah wind and all that stuff yeah so sag rising which is it i mean everything most everything other than mars is on the the other side of the chart right
0: yeah
1: very tight bundle you know of of planets in taurus gemini it's got saturn saturn moon uranus conjunct in taurus with jupiter all conjunct and you know 20 to 29 degrees of taurus and then he's got uh sun and venus and mercury all in
0: uh-huh.
1: gemini you know in the sixth house at six and seven so that's you know creativity and work
0: yeah definitely <laughs> work definitely yeah
1: again yeah another one of those singer songwriters where i think you wouldn't have made it as a singer in my book if you didn't
0: Yeah, him. no, no. <laughs> he was a writer. He was a writer. Yeah. yeah.
1: And really, uh, as opposed to the other ones, he doesn't have that many challenging aspects.
0: And But, but again, that Neptune is very prominent.
1: Oh, absolutely. But he's, look at all the trines and sextiles.
0: Yeah.
1: He's got the T-square, but it's the nodes. The
0: yeah. Nodes, the nodal axis. Yeah. yeah.
1: Venus Jupiter conjunction, basically, um, yeah, and and you know Neptune does square that that uh, group in, uh,
0: in in Gemini, yeah.
1: And, yeah. So that's an interesting,
0: I, I guess
1: you know I mean yeah, challenges like that are you know oh sorry no it it squares his Mercury yeah. The, it drains the other
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, it drains the other stuff. Which um, yeah. and you know the the Venus Mercury, um, I mean they're not a per se a conjunction, but um, the you know his volumes of work are just unbelievable. How much but he's written? He's
1: extremely prolific. He's yeah, just
0: oh, yeah. Well, and that Mars does square it, so it's egging it on. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yes, and yeah. Squares his Sun in particular.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So yes, it, it he's pushed to to do the music. Mars in, in Pisces.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Mars is disposed of by Neptune, who's so disposed of by Mercury in Gemini. Yeah. Mercury rules the roost because he's in his own house. Yeah. And totally. Yeah. Sun and Venus as well. So yeah, so Mercury is really the kingpin in this chart
0: and that well so is the sun moon um because that moon is exalted in taurus so
1: absolutely yeah
0: yeah in yeah. terms
1: of you know being uh, the rulerships and and who yeah who pushes the other guy out yeah but
0: yeah like you say such a different setup than the other ones
1: yeah and that moon is you know it's sandwiched between well oh. fair, very close conjunction with saturn and uranus on the other side so
0: yeah i that would not be comfortable
1: i would, I would almost <laughs> think he could be well and he is
0: very wiry eh like he's yeah. not a big guy or anything yeah, and... i
1: would almost think that emotionally he could he, he could almost be manic depressive kind of you know going one extreme. Oh, yeah huh, i
0: hadn't thought of that but yeah but
1: you know it brings in the yeah Two kind,
0: very different kinds of areas. And so here, even with the outer planets included, he truly does not have an opposition. No, no, Which Which, no. um, you know, what we can say about that is people with that kind of configuration can get very focused. Yes. And and as long as their focus is a healthy one, it's okay. But, you know, perspective, have none.
1: No. Has, no
0: perspective. Yeah.
1: Most of them. The plant, almost all the plants are on the other side of the chart for other people, right? Yeah. They're, they're a mirror for him. They're not,
0: I yeah. You
1: no, know, they're not the chief concern here.
0: No, no.
1: Because you need perspective for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah to- I don't think him, th- I do not think that he himself, his own inner life is really where he's writing from. I don't no. think so, no. No, and as Mars
1: is in Pisces, it's it it's the only thing on the self side of the chart, if you like. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and it's, you know, it's in Pisces in the second. I mean, yeah. Certainly.
0: Yeah, this is not really grounded in self.
1: <laughs> it, no, no. And that's it's like, more
0: in the collective than in self, yeah. Yeah, and,
1: and money's important because, you know, it got Capricorn on the second there. Mm-hmm. And Saturn conjunct the moon in Taurus. There's oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, he, well, he is Jewish. So, you know, they're not confused about money. money,
1: money yeah, a motivator for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: That's
1: what it's with Mars in there. Mars is your motivation. It's your drive to do, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and if you did Pisces, could you ever have enough?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Saturn conjunct the moon in Taurus? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. And yeah. So,
1: Naturalizing, rising, you know, he talked a lot about freedom, right?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, and he's wrote, again, anthems. Um, yeah, with that and, Sag.
1: And even though the moon's conjunct Saturn, it's also conjunct Uranus and Jupiter. So. Yes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Jupiter rules that ascendant. So being creative and prolific is uh, you know. a daily thing, because in my system, that would be the sixth house. And,
1: again, and so
0: he'd have to do it daily.
1: Yeah. And again, doing it on your own terms.
0: In your yeah. Own-
1: yeah.
0: Not gonna tell yes. How to do it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not at all. Okay. Guess what? We're, we've come to the end of our time. Okay. So next week, we are going to be tackling the month of the year, which is October. Almost I'm blanked sure. on what month it was going to be. I'm so in denial. Ah! It's going to be a biggie. And in the meantime, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Cathet Regions Community Radio Station.